Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path, episode 61. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not I'm not doing a joke on this because I want you right to the combat. <laughs> <laughs> There's no joke for this one. When uh, last we left off in last week's episode before our after party, our heroes had made their way to the Observatory of Truth and Wisdom, had found the secret door leading into the sepulcher of the servant down beneath the temple. Upon walking in, you'd found a, a nice wide open room. You'd then found another room on the other side. With of a, such much zombies. A door with uh, 42 zombies. So many. It's the meaning many. of life, guys. This room. Which seems unnecessary. Although, to be fair, 30 of them were chained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So they're not quite as much of a threat, really. Uh, combat could. had ensued. The battle was, I believe, going fairly well in hand as Jessica killed... 25% of A. the free ones in one round of combat. <laughs> A. The channeling didn't seem to be quite as effective because uh, there appears to be some sort of desecration effect from the very, the sadly desecrated shrine in the center of the temple. However, new arrivals came from behind. They came from behind. Jordan got to it I could. Yep. A trio of cultists appeared, much as the ones that you faced previously, as well as a woman. Also bearing the golden mask. He's probably their the leader lady. We think it's Merit Hetep. Yes, Merit Hetep. Close enough. Who had thanked all of you for leading her down here. That uh, she's been stalking us. Uh, she's been stalking you for some time. You then had a quick face off, a little tete a tete with her, and uh, basically informed you in no uncertain terms that they are the true heirs of the Sky Pharaoh's legacy. But we don't want it. And that she will receive Hakatep's <laughs> blessings, not the likes of you. Yeah, she oh, like can. Do things because I can't swear on the channel anyway. <laughs> Very and hard to so, keep Citra from like totally trash talking. <laughs> and the uh, the trio figures had arrived. She had arrived. Then she began her dirge song. Yeah, bard, bard. She actually dirge bard. That's a cool bard archetype. It is a cool bard archetype. But this lady does not realize we have three is so back that are about to go chompy chomp on her face. Soul eating. Yeah. Yeah. It's nummy. So I will be a little disappointed that she is not undead, but uh, I mean, they could make her dead and then it'd be fine. That is true. They also prevent her from being undead, hopefully. True. Until the next cop holes. As long as she doesn't come back as a revenant, that'd be. I already have one of those. I don't need another one. I was say, that'd be unfortunate. Oh my God, if Elriana shows up right now. (laughs) I'm just. uh, (laughs) What a wonderful rolling encounter this would be. Be like, not now, you big hatted (laughs) woman. Woman? Well, or whatever she is now, corpse. Greek. Yeah, but I was gonna, you know, I was trying to go for the alliteration yeah. there, but because she didn't, she get her hat whenever she. Yeah, was? she yeah. got her hat back. So, and which yeah. we sold, so that means some poor sap got killed, so she could get her hat back. That ridiculously big hat. Vain till the end. Her and the uh, crystal dragon she get along together. In their the vanity. witch of the waste. Yes, that much, or yeah. Carmen San Diego, but so, I like Carmen San Diego. Let's so. kick in some combat music here. So, yes, she had begun her bardic performance. The others had arrived with weapons in hand, which was the end of that round, bringing us to the top of the initiative, Sudi Kantar. Oh, yeah, boy. All right, so... (laughs) Close the door. This seems like, nope. Yes, at the moment, everyone except for Onurus out of the core four are in the initial chamber, the Hall of Balance, whereas Onurus is in the Hall of Honored Peace. The next room over. Sure, that that's what this room is. Uh, we'll Honor call it, peace, eh? what it used yeah, to be. we'll call it Zombie uh, Metropolis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the okay. Zombie Holding Pen. There you go. Oh, goodness. Okay, so I think Sudi, Sudi, I, I believe Sudi's door is still open. Actually, my door so is still open, right but there. that seems like less of an issue than the three magi and bard that just walked into the room. Yeah, but that zombie's gonna keep trying to bite your face. I can outrun it. Um, <laughs> so Sudi's gonna turn and charge at the uh, oh. in the most in a in a game mechanical sense charge at the uh, so people. turns literal charges. Uh, Engaging his ability as he moves, calling on his cost stone to become big. Very well. Oh, big, right big old, so big old for starters, kick. as he closes, oh, bad things happen. Uh, Ready to attack of opportunity from the zombie as you flee it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We're gonna look at a nine. New. No. I'm big. So that does not happen. The two lead cultists, once you close within 30 feet, both hurl their blades through the air. Oh, cool. As they soar end over end. That's nice of them. Thanks, guys. I kind of had a feeling this was going to be a bad idea, but it sounded cool. 
<laughs> as their ready actions go See, off. Jordan weighs things by, will this get my character killed or will it look cool? And air is on the side of looking cool. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking in the Which, after party about like all the cool martial arts. Uh, you know, this is kind of either end of the spectrum, so maybe right. it's not going to be a problem. The first one's only a 10. Nope. The second one is a 19. That'll hit me. So the first blade whistles past you stops in the air and flies back to the man's hand as he extends out his palm towards it. The other one slices into you, uh, cutting you for eight points of damage as you ram into the blade. Okay, and then I, uh, now that I'm big, I will yep. bring out a we kick. And then uh, technically, once you move five feet further ahead, the third ready to action goes oh, on because you're now within 30 feet of that one. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. We need a, a big base. It's only a 15. Haha. -ha, Minus nope. two for charging. No, still no. Oh, okay. So the blade glances off of you before spinning back to his palm. I believe it is a swift for you to activate your cost. Uh, it is a swift action. Very well. Swift action. Sudi doubles in size hey, as yeah. he closes. Flying kick forward. Uh, I'll just pick the one that's between me and the bard. Uh, ha -ha uh, so that's going to be a 24 because I'm charging. A 24 will strike the cultist. Huzzah. I'm on D10s right now. Uh, that's going to be nine points of non-lethal damage. All right. Not that it really matters because they're probably going to explode at the end of this anyway. Your fist slams into the cultist. Bring us to Onurus. Your summons technically act first. Okay. That one's going to go over there and try to finish up this zombie. Can you be a little more descriptive than that the one's going to go over Sobek there? is going to move across the room and finish the off the last zombie that's not chained. All right. The creature lunges forward, lets out a little rattling. That's a natural Growl. one. Natural one will automatically miss. Man, they move fast. That one's gonna move. It's double moving. The one closest to on yours double moves 70 feet to there. Toward the cultists. <laughs> yes. Be more specific than there. <laughs> Toward the doorway where the cultists are standing. And its friend follows right behind it. Right. Toward so the, the doorway one, where yeah. the cultists are standing. <laughs> the first one charges forward, uh, chomping and missing against the zombie. The other two rush past the party into the initial room, charging towards the new threat, the cultists near the doorway. I think Onyris has any spells or anything that he can use right now. Onyris just moves 30 feet back into the other room towards the cultist. All right. So Onyris rushes back into the other room. We cut from there to Segura. Oh, uh, let's see. She's going to have to double move, so. All right. Getting up next to Sudi. Yep, so she double moves across to stand beside Sudi, facing one of these cultists. We have big cultist standoff back in the, uh, the other room here. Citra. Zombie's still alive off towards your right. You've got a trio of cultists and another woman off towards your left. I think between Issa and the Sobek, that zombie's going to be dead in like two seconds. I don't have enough movement to get up there in one movement, so I'm going to rush up behind the pathway that the Sobeks took, and I'm going to get in that space in between the Sobek and Sudi. Okay, so yeah, you dart forward, spin around the column, slide past Sudi, and into base contact. Yeah, now okay. they can't get in there. Oh, there's actually still a square there they can get in. We should have let them come in the room a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> they're magus, they're probably not going to move very much. Yeah, yeah. they're just going to cast spells at us. Well, well, they were clearly I mean, could, throwing. Could they go around the other side to get her anyway? Yeah, they can. There's room in there to get in there. Yeah, they could feasibly circle around to try to get to the other side. Yeah, I just had that one within five foot step distance, so... But it's fine. I mean, I can try going around the other way. Either way, I'm going to have to double move. Well, if you go the other way, you can get in this Bard's Grill. Yeah, but I didn't know if she was going to try to get the Asobex in the Bard's Grill. They can't. They get can't. There. There's bodies in the way. Oh, no, actually, the Asobex could run around. Yeah, yeah but that's what they I mean. aren't. They weren't going to. Yeah. Okay, well, then I can get around the other way. That way, the Asobex can get in there. I got, like I said, I got to double move either way. There you go. Right. Probably going to get hurt. Well, so there's so a pillar. barrels around the outside, swings past Segura, bring us to Unhurt. That door's still open, isn't it? Yes. Does Unhurt have the work command? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna waddle ten feet over this way <laughs> and bite the zombie. <laughs> From the ground. So he goes hopping across the ground. Uh, he gets a 22. A 22 will hit the zombie. He's flanking. He is flanking with the sofa. He does five points of damage with his birdie beak. <laughs> Ripping into it with his beak, the zombie yet stands. That's He's hilarious. like, oh, this door's open, birdie waddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from there we go to the zombie. So the only zombie that's threatening anything is the one wedged between the two animal companions and the asobic. Uh It'll go for the bird. It was the last thing that struck it. The zombie lashes out quite feasibly. 19. On the nose. 
striking on her for eight points of damage as it slams its fist down onto the bird in a puff of feathers. (laughs) From the zombie, we go to Merit Hatef. She will use a move action to retrieve an item, which will provoke an attack of opportunity from Citra. Really? I only got an 11. An 11 will not hit as she produces a wand, uh, flicks it as she speaks the command word. And vanishes from sight. Dang it! Not a fan. Watch her be some bard that gets sneak attack. And she actually continues her performance, so you guys will be able to make perception rolls to determine where she is based on her. Oh, she's still speaking. Yeah, she is point. still speaking, but she does dart past. The Asobic have scent. Does that mean they know where she is? It means like you use a move action to determine her direction, and they are aware what square she is in if she's within five feet. Because I don't have a dispel magic, I had to not pray for one because diseases. But as she moves, you hear her speak. There is no one who withdraws because he will have no bread. His call will have no bread. His bread will be withheld from him. Hakatep said, and it will come forth from the mouth of Hak after he is seized on his own. So they say, lo, you are ensouled and powerful. A lot of bread happening. I know. It made me think of the John Mulaney Delicious where he bread. talks about uh, bread. Bread. God is bread. Yeah. Carbs <laughs> are life. From there we go to the forgotten pharaoh cultists there's a pillar there so we can't five foot step past yes all right they all do a little dancing shuffling around in position they all three begin spell casting simultaneously calling upon their arcane powers 21 again burning hands of course they each cup their fingers spraying them out i will need three reflex saves from segura and sudi and two reflex sorry three reflex saves also from citra As they layer their burning hands, one flaming burst over the next, over the next. Let's start with Segura. 14, 24, and 16. Alright, so you save against all of those. The highest amount of damage you would take would be five points then. So, no damage since you have your fire resistance. Ha ha! (laughs) Sudi. So a 10, 27, and 19. Just because uh, I'm feeling a little generous, should I remind you that you can re-roll reflex saves also? I'm not going to. I'm going to save it for something else. Okay. So 10 was the first one, and then yep. the other two, you have evasion, correct? Yes, I have improved evasion. So, uh, take so you nothing. take 11 points from the first hit, Owie. Uh, and no damage from the following two as the flames streak over you. Citra. 17, 28, and 21. Very well. You also have evasion? I have evasion. Yeah, this... This doesn't work as great for them as it might against other enemies. So uh, no damage to the Suli because of the fire resistance. So they got 11 points off on Sudi. So there was something from that. As a burning hand slices across all of you, filling the air with the smell of burning smoke. Bring us to Sudi. Uh, okay. Let's shuffle up five feet, and I'm gonna There's flurry a pillar. There's a pillar. In oh, the there is. Ah. But you're they're also within your 10 foot. Range, okay, so, so I guess I'm just gonna hit the. Uh, the one I went, was so hitting before, I'll hit him again. That's within his 10-foot reach. Did it not provoke an attack of opportunity? Oh, they, they, they would have oh, yeah, they have to make combat. Dang, oh, son, look yeah. at that. The, the rare us uh, getting a roll that Rick missed. Rachel correction. Let, let, let me put it this way. This is the first time I have ever oh, it's kind of a reach, but a high <laughs> brought over a the table and then been right. <laughs> <laughs> So the first one succeeds, the second one fails, although that's also one that all of you made a reflex save and took so damage smooth. from anyway. <laughs> yeah, smooth roll. However, good job, Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> good job, Rachel. Yes, they were within your 10-foot threat range. They are still within your 10-foot threat range. I will Get flurry of blows them. I'm going to target the one that I've already been hitting first. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I get a 27 on the first hit. A 27 will strike your target. No, nice one. It's far away now. It's a natural one. No, it's not. No, it's Do not. not. Trust Especially the against DM. the D10. <laughs> oh, actually, I think that was a seven, but you have to re-roll it. I have to re-roll it anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, that'll work. Uh, so that is math. That's 12 points of damage on the first hit. Non-lethal. 12 points will render him unconscious. Sweet. Uh, Take that. Although if he detonated, that would have been hilarious because he hits his friends. Well, no, he actually will not detonate. He can choose to, but he will choose not to. Oh, because he didn't want to hurt his friends. Dang it. All right, uh, my second blow will go to the other guy who's in my uh, threat range. All right. Huzzah. That's a natural one. Natural one. Called it. <laughs> well, good for you. Swing for the fences. <laughs> All right. Such is life. I did take one down, though. That's nice. Yeah. He's just out. He yeah. could be raised. What? 
But the bard can cast healing stuff, I assume. Bard There's a healing that. bard running around. Invisible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she has that on her spell list. That's true. She might be a selfish bard. We don't know. Well, she's obviously not because she's inspiring courage. I guess. On yours. Okay, so the first Sobek is going to take a five foot step in front of Sudi and bite at that cultist. All right. So shove Sudi out of the way. Chomp, chomp. Uh, perfect 20 will hit. Hey, boy. Automatically hits threats. Roll to confirm. Perfect 20 to confirm. Yeah. Yeah. Asma blesses us. Uh, so. It's the wrong symbol. It's the uh, yeah. it's a spiral. <laughs> it's not a cross, it's a spiral. So, it, oh, I roll double ones on damage. Poop. Um, it does four points of damage, but it's also going to try to grab this one. Right. Hey, you at least did damage, so the grab, the grab uh, holds. 20? A 20 will exceed its combat maneuver defense, so it grapples it. Okay. So it's got it grappled. It can try to tear out this dude's soul next turn. Yeah, Sweet. I love it. I'm telling you, they're Dementor dogs. Mm-hmm. Let me give you a kiss. Because <laughs> it's dog. Mm-hmm. That grapple is uh, its grab. It's part of the attack. It's not a standard action, so you can continue your full oh, four-round okay. attack. Or did it have to move more than 10 feet? It moved a five-foot step. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a minus two penalty. What, 19? A 19 will hit. And he does six points of damage. Ouch. And then a 22. We'll hit. He does another five points of damage with his claws. Viciously raking. I, th- I think these guys had expected to have closer to even numbers when they came down here before there uh, were three freaking All right, summons. so then the other Asobic's going to dart around everybody to be beside that other cultist. All right, it will provoke an attack of opportunity as it moves. Yep. Only from the one that is not grappled. It's a 24 and a threat. Yeah, that'll hit it. Does a 19 confirm? Yeah, a 19 will confirm. That's not bad. Does slice into the Mad Dog of Phrasma for 12 points of damage. Don't forget his damage reduction. Alright. For the creature leaps forward. You gonna bite. Nom 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 nom. 23. A 23 will strike the cultist. He does... 8 points of damage. Viciously chomping hold. Uh, so 25 to grab him. A 25 will successfully grapple your target. As both of the cultists are now wrestling with Phrasman Hell Dog. <laughs> Yay! One is on the ground. The last Sobek's gonna Isobek is gonna bite that zombie. Alright. With a 15. A 15 will strike your target. He does seven points of damage. The final zombie falls as he runs into it. Good boy. Then <laughs> <laughs> he runs 40 feet forward to join his friends. Yeah. <laughs> How hurt is Sudi? Uh, I'm uh, almost half health. Yeah, you took a few hits from the zombies last combat. Uh, too. I took like one hit from the zombies and then I took uh, the fire and the sword, sword. stabs. Yeah. So, yeah. so Onuris goes rushing forward. Onuris will come up. Onuris will come up behind Sudi and I will drop my dice. <laughs> Dramatically runs forward, drops. No, no. <laughs> drops his holy symbol. Go, go ahead. Uh, that's really impressive because it's on my face. <laughs> your, your face just sloughs off. Ah! <laughs> exfoliation. <laughs> Let's see. Science Extreme exfoliation. I try to do math. You get 16 points back as on your comes up behind Sudi and heals him. All right. Gracias, or whatever the Assyri- uh, Egyptian slash Assyrian word thank you is. Thanks. <laughs> but we're translating for the audience, so you say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dog. There's subtitle, yes. Yeah, like, Sudi reaches back and does like, a little fist bump. But it's like his giant, like, Hulk fist versus, like, your little fist. <laughs> From on Eurus, we go to Sekira. Uh, can Sagira figure out where this bard is? Uh, yes, you can make a perception. She's uh, she's not stealthing very well. Is she a person? Uh, she is a human. Ha 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 ha. Is down. she a person? <laughs> you go like Wolverine mode and you just start sniffing. I get a 28. At a 28. Sneaking. I turn around. You're fairly certain that she's about 10 feet behind you. Fairly close to uh, on yours, actually, at that point. I turn around and I... Attack the cool. square I think she's in. She continues her. Uh, there's a little stutter as you start closing on her, but she <laughs> continues her bardic performance. I get 29 on the mischance, so I miss. 
Very well. You swing your sword whistling through the air. You at the very least hear kind of a gasp during her chanting, so you're certain, certain you've come close to striking her. Haha. <laughs> Unfortunately, invisibility doesn't work great when your bardic performance is, uh... Well, it wouldn't work very well if your bardic performance was anything, really. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna have to be some <laughs> Interpreted kind of dance. No, but your friends have to see you for that crap. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn myself invisible, but before that, here's the invisibility. <laughs> From Citro, we go to... No, no. Or from uh, Sagira, we go to Citra. There we go. Don't skip me. Well, now that I see Sagira is fighting a random area in front of her, I'm going to go surround that area. All right. Flank it. Which would provoke an attack of opportunity. She does not take it. Okay. And then I'm going to attempt. Because that'll get rid of her invisibility. Her. I know. I think that's a two. <laughs> on the die, on the percentile or on the yeah. 20? No, it's on the percentile. <laughs> both. Why not both? Both. both. A two or a 20 either will miss. Yes. As you slide into uh, what you hope is a flanking position. Feel a little silly as the two of you seem to be like shadow boxing with each other <laughs> over a five foot <laughs> expanse. Uh, moving to Isra. I just want to put Isra up in there because she has disruptive companion as a oh, feat. Yeah. And so she makes it harder for them to spell cast around her. Yeah. Can I call Isra over to attack the empty square in front of me? She has scent. Very well. Huzzah. So she will be able to detect it as she moves within five feet, sniffing, growling, and lunging forward with her claws. She gets all puffy. Okay. So she's going to try to bite her. She gets 20% of her miscarriage, so she misses. Very well. Lunges to the attack, but sadly misses. Invisibility's paying off. Unhurt. They they seem like they got this. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm good. Go in there and start eating zombies. Yeah, just just leave him there. He he plucks the bit feathers out of his wing from where he just got beaten over the head by a zombie. you know, cause and a, you got this kind of way. (laughs) I I like that we all just hear caw and on yours here's, you go, T. (laughs) (laughs) He is much more dignified than that. Whatever. (laughs) That will bring us to Merit Hetef. Now go ahead and get a perception roll from Citra, Segura, and Isra. 18 for Citra. Sagira gets a 22. Isra gets a 23. All right. Citra, you still hear, actually, the bardic performance stops. Sagira, you hear the sound of her moving, sliding, and beginning to spellcast. Seemingly not from between you and Citra any longer, but from next to Citra now. You hear her, and then Isra turns and fires her teeth in that direction. So she's started spellcasting. That brings us to the... Cultists. They grappled. Yep. They're having a bad a bad time. Yeah, one's grappled, one's down. They're, the other, both of them are grappled. <laughs> they really didn't learn their lesson about messing with us. <laughs> to be fair, they they never got a chance to report back how powerful we are. That's on them. Yeah, we, we did kind of skewer them fairly quickly. They watched us. They watched us roll around and kill stuff. Maybe that's when they oh, decided to start watches, I guess. I don't know. Okay. And then the snakelet comes out from nowhere and <laughs> starts... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, we'll find him when we're done with this mask stuff. Maybe he's being held prisoner in here or something. Oh, how convenient. That'd be nice. He's probably with the Lamia. Oh gosh, I hope not. Yeah, their odds of passing that concentration check aren't very good. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, they'll both... They don't really have an option other than... Uh, they both self-destruct. I don't give my ideas. They both go full vol- Voltor. They wiggle. Also a Voltor. They could go... They could attempt to escape. Also not a great chance. You know, they're both going to stab out with their short swords at their respective grapplers. Uh, they'll swift action arcane strike. Okay. Oh, the first one's looking at a 9. No. The second one's looking at a 24. That'll hit. As a threat. Is that on the one that's already been hurt? Be the one closest to you. Okay, Is that the so one that's no. been hurt? Does a 21 confirm? Yes. Very well. No longer getting bardic performance either, so uh, seven points of damage. As it rams his short sword into it, calling upon Hakatep. Yeah, he ain't gonna help you. Can't hear you, buddy. Sudi. Sudi is going to attack the one that's uh, still standing that's in his threat range. All right. One that just uh, critical its Asobic. Can't have that. Uh, so that is a 23 to hit the grappled... A 23 will strike your grappled target. Yeah. And pretty short work of these guys. Uh, that is uh, eight points of damage, non-lethal. 
It renders him unconscious, but he'll go ahead and uh, immediate action detonate. Okay. Wow. Uh, so he explodes in a fiery ball of fire. Captain, okay. you hit all his buddies? Yeah. Uh, it's a five care. foot radius, so he's not going to strike the, the one tipping away there. Oh, he's also not at, uh, hitting me then. Yay. Yep. He hits oh, his friend that's getting... unconscious, though. Yeah. Yep. My Sobek needs to make a reflex save, right? Yep, reflex save. The Sobek gets a 20. 20? Very well. So saves for half, still taking four points of fire damage, burning the other one badly. And your other Sobek also needs to make a reflex save. It has partial cover. It gets a perfect 20, so a 20, 24. So four points of damage. As there's a fiery blast and snakes consume the body as he screams out Hakatep's name and snakes go flying everywhere. Fun times. Uh, so I'm going to take a five foot step uh, towards the unconscious one that also puts me in, that should also put me in range of the other one that's grappled. Yes. And then I will punch him, hopefully, in the face. No. Unless, <laughs> uh, well, actually, you know, actually maybe because he's grappled. Will a... 13 hit him. A 13? 14, sorry. Big. So 13 or 14? 14. 14. A 14 will strike a target. Yeah! Hey, Yay, go. bigness. Alright, I hit him for... Ow. 12 points of damage, non-lethally. He is... stacked. Oh, so close. <laughs> Dang it. I mean, do you really want to blow him up yet? I don't want to blow him up. I want to, like, knock him out. They're gonna blow up. I mean, they're gonna blow up immediately, but Sudi won't have the blood on his hands, and that's what matters. <laughs> <laughs> on yours. I guess the Asobic first. Well, the one that's the Asobic that's right by Onuris is gonna try to find this invisible lady. So move casting. action descent. So he can use a move action to determine its direction, and then he'll move twenty feet forward to there. And then the other one that's grappling this guy is gonna try to pull his soul out of his body. All right. Um, it's a like you do. It's a standard action. Uh, the guy needs to make a will save. Oh, finally, something he's decent at. Twenty-two. Uh, he saves. But he takes 1d6 points of force damage. Oh, okay. Five points of force damage as the Sobek uh, tries to rip its soul uh, off its body. Right it hurts, does detonates. Uh, Boom. <laughs> I will need a reflex save from the Sobek. Uh, and his friend, right? Yep. 20. A 20 will save. He still takes three points of fire damage. His buddy is blasted before detonating himself, requiring a reflex save right. from both the Asobic as well as Sudi. Uh, so Sudi gets a 23. One of the Asobic gets a 10. The other one only gets a 15. The 15 will succeed. The 23 will succeed. Your evasion means you take no damage. Yeah, the boy. 15, uh, he still takes four. The other Asobic takes nine. My poor Sobek only has four HP left. But a job well done. All right. It might be a good idea if you just surrender now. Surrender now. We're prepared to fight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that one darts over there, which is its 40 feet movement speed, and then it also knows it's in that square. All right. <laughs> so they begin sniffing the ground and tracking towards their invisible target, Segura. Sakira uses a move action to activate martial flexibility and get herself blind fight. Hey. There you go. Well played. Yeah. If you won't come out, I'll come to you. Take a second, centers. Or I don't exactly know how martial flexibility is supposed to work. Like, what does that look like? I, I think the idea is that you've trained in so many different fighting styles that you can temporarily kind of like, oh yeah, I remember training to do this this one time. I vaguely remember fighting some invisible things at some point in my life. Or, or fighting with your eyes closed. And then I... You don't have dark vision, right? I have low light vision. Uh, yeah, so you, you know probably got into a knife fight in a dark alleyway once That's or true. twice. That's that or somebody like did a dirty trick and threw sand in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like, back ah. to the time on the playground when that <laughs> Jimmy, John, Jimmy, Jimmy. I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy John, John Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy. Jimmy. That traditional Egyptian name. <laughs> it's got some weird H's in there and stuff. Um, anyway, and then I take one Jimmy. attack on her because I can five foot step toward where I think she is and swing. All right. So 50% mischance. The blind fighting reduces that, doesn't it? You can reroll re if you need to. I don't need to this time. Yeah, I get an 83 on the mischance. <laughs> I thought you were going to say an 83 to hit. <laughs> Dang. That level, yeah. Extra critical. Dang. Uh, and the then role of Zagira will be replaced by Bast herself. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, 19 to hit. Wait, no, that's not right. 29 to hit. 
There were like two, ten places. I a didn't twenty-nine think. will strike your target, however. Excellent. I injure her. She can take thirteen points of damage. Jeez. She can also make a concentration check to not lose that spell. She can also make a concentration check to not lose that spell. Let's see if she can. Pretty good at concentrating. It's uh, ten plus the damage dealt plus the level of the spell. So we're looking at a twenty-three at least. Twenty-five. She maintains her concentration. How dare she? I got one more trick up my sleeve when it's Isra's turn. Citra. Can I five foot step into the flank or is that? Yeah, they can't get sneak attack. Dang. You can't target a vulnerable spot on her. Okay. Anytime a creature is concealment. Unless you have a heart seeking weapon. No. No. That would be something you'd be ruthless with. Like, yeah. I go right for the heart every time. My, my blade, like, guides me to the heart. You're just setting yourself up for failure at this point. And then she tries to slash down at her with her two kukri. You have no idea what failure would cost me. Death? Well, well right now you're going to die either way. It's either death or whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> death or cake. It is better to die in service to the lord of the desert. You okay. say so. I like to die free. Yeah, I only got a 45 on that one. Or hard, if you will. <laughs> okay, 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 here we go. On the second one, I got a 61. All right. Uh, and chance. that'd be a 22 to hit her. A 22 will strike your target. Okay. For eight points of damage. I believe she has to make another concentration check now. That is correct. And is, the, is it the sum of the damage, or is it just the damage that was dealt that that time? Uh, it's the damage that's dealt that. Okay. So eight plus one level twenty. Yeah, she succeeds maintaining concentration on her Dang spell. It. Dang her. So we we discovered though that the Sky Pharaoh and the Forgotten Pharaoh are two different things, right? Though we're not sure yet. What do you bet it's like two parts of his soul that are now competing and they're like, no, I'm the Pharaoh. Yeah. No, I'm the Pharaoh. <laughs> Feels right. You're the same person, dude. From uh, blood sprays from an invisible source coating down onto the ground, bringing us to Isra. Yeah, Isra. Isra takes a little five foot step over here to join the fun. There's a little kitty shimmy there. All right. And kitty shimmy. shimmy. She's going to bite in that square. All right. 35 mischance, so she'll miss. Yep. I think she still has her claws. Oh, that's right. That's right. It was a 5%. <laughs> Excellent. Nope. And. Okay, 79 on the mischance. Not great on the attack. Yeah, 12. That will not strike her target. Yeah. Yeah. But she's next to it, so she would makes it slightly harder for her to concentrate and so if someone else can hit her. On her, it's still cheering from the sidelines? Yes. All right. Dang it on your head. Well, I... Hit him. Hit her. <laughs> well, she is spell casting. You know what? He's going to go ahead and fly by or fly over there and try to peck her. Yeah, peck her. Right in the eye. All right. So flying over and attempting to attack that square. Yes. All right. 50% mischance. 52 gets through the mischance, yeah. and a, like, where is his thingy? Here it is. A 22 to hit her. 22 will strike your target. Nice. nice. He does, he does five points of damage. Isra has disruptive, so it adds a plus two to her concentration checks. Okay. She maintains concentration on her spell. Um, put on her at just like three or four squares past her, because he has the flyby attack. So, wow, there we go. There's a flash. The air fills with the smell of a sulfurous brimstone stench as four what appear to be wild dogs, complete with black and red fur and tiny spine horns protruding down their spines, uh, burst free. Okay. Really? Dogs? You suck. We're cat people, can't you tell? (laughs) Oh, they're near me. That's good. I mean, I don't have to move. (laughs) They're flanking. How nice. They can't see her. Oh, I agree. That's right. They can't see her. Well, those two are flanking, though. Following that. The other guy comes out of this room to figure out what all this noise is about. Possibly. <laughs> Very likely. I'm trying to take a nap in here. What the crap? She goes moving off. You guys can roll to try to find her in a minute. Bring us back to the top of the... Uh, well, actually, brings us to all of her dogs. Technically, they would act first. Let's see. They're facing off against Segura, Isra, and Citra right now. So, 
Each of them will attack their respective targets. They will all take a swift action to smite good. Ha. I think that Joke's only on affects you. Citra. Smite good! Thanks. Sucks to be you. My cat's neutral. Chaotically neutral. So they attack each of their respective targets with their bite. All right. Segura, we're looking at a 21. Yeah. Israel looking at an 8. No. Citra looking at a 23. Yes. So five points of damage to Segura, seven points of damage to Citra. As the hounds bite onto you, beginning to rend and tear flesh, their eyes glowing with infernal power. From Sudi, or from, uh, there we go to Sudi. Alright, let's see here. You could reach one of the dogs. I'm gonna just uh, hit the dog that's actually in range of me. Uh, I'm gonna flurry of blows. Very well. So you turn your attention. Just start kicking at the dogs. If you take a five foot step forward, you can attack from a flank if that helps. I will do that. That sounds like a useful thing. Yeah, because you can choose any one of your squares to be the square. So I will, uh, I'll flank with Isra and start pummeling this dog. 13. A 13. We'll strike flank. your flanked target. <laughs> hey. Okay. All right. That's going to hurt that dog. Uh, so that's uh, nine points of damage. Yeah, that'll, that'll get rid of that dog. <laughs> oh, well, I was anticlimactic. Um, I'm actually in, am I in range of that second one over there. Uh, yeah. Yes, you are oh. ranged against the one that's attacking Sagira. Yep. So I'll hit that one next. All right. It's <laughs> a good fight for Sudi. Uh, 22. 22 will strike your target. Okay. Cats versus dogs. <laughs> Cats win. Um, except maybe not this time. Uh, that's six points of damage. Six points. Of, okay. Yeah, that one's still going. Yeah, it yeah. still hurt though. Yeah, that hurt. And I helped. As you slam your fist down into the first one, as it crumples before disintegrating back into the uh, the fiendish plane from whatever hell that dog came from. The other one stumbles with the hit, although it continues to press on. From Sudi, we go to Onyurus. All right. Well. And the Asobic. The one of the Asobic that was flanking is gonna try to find her again. Yeah, it's a move action to make. Uh, at which point, it can tell that she is somewhere closer towards the wall, towards the entrance way. So move it on. ten feet over. At which point, it stops facing okay. against the square there. And that was its whole turn, right? Yes, because it had to move also. Okay, its buddy that was flanking with it earlier is gonna run around and get no, the one that was flanking with it is gonna run around and try to bite her. All right. I don't think this fight intended for there to be five things on the field with scent. <laughs> All yeah, right. Not. So it's 94 to get through the percentile and a 23 to hit her. That will strike his target. Grab her. Grab her. That's what he's about to do. That's kinked. Soul Ripper. Six points of damage. And it gets a 20 to grab her. A 20 will successfully grab your target. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yay. Cool. All right. The other one over here only has four hit points left. It's so you could sad. eat a dog. What? You could eat a dog. Yeah, it's going to run up next to Sudi right. and um, bite the dog that Sudi just hit with a 10. A 10 will not strike your target. All right. Sad. Onirus will take a five foot step and attack that other dog. One facing off against Citra. With a 15? A 15 will hit your target. For seven points of damage. So that takes us from uh, Onurus to Segura. I'm just going to run around this dog so that I can uh, maybe surround this invisible lady. All right. Dog takes an attack opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Looking at a 15. No. So you whip past it. And then I'm going to strike down at the square I think she's in. Well, that dog, that Asobic is definitely chewing on something. Yep. I get a 53 on my mischance. 53 gets through your mischance. Oh. Oh. Um, 31 to hit her. A 31 <laughs> will strike your target. Uh, nine points of damage. Another telling blow against her. Slamming your blade down onto her, we go to Citra. Hmm. Uh, I think I'm just going to... Go ahead, since the Asobek are already surrounding that lady and Segura's over there, I'm just going to attack the dog that's between me and Onuris, but I'm going to move into the flanky flank first. All right, so you hop back, spin your blades, stab down at the hound. And I get a 15. A 15 will strike your flanked target. Going for massive damage on the summon. Yeah, this is probably going to kill it. (laughs) 
yeah, it's almost definitely going to kill it because I rolled almost max damage. Uh, that is 5, 6, 7, 8, plus 12, plus 5, 25. <laughs> 25 points of damage will certainly kill the first level summon creature. <laughs> <laughs> Got something. <laughs> you ram your blade through it and it disintegrates under your impact, returning back to its doggy afterlife. Uh, yeah, and I can't move. But being a bad dog. Stuff, so, that's what he gets for biting me. <laughs> From Citra, we go to Isra. We're just going to tell Isra to attack that dog, so she's going to attack that dog. In the flank. All right. Yeah, I guess she's also in the flank. That's cool. Yep. Eternal battle of cat versus dog. There's a lot more cats here. There's a lot more cats here. <laughs> Um, she gets a 15. Well, no, a 17. Link. A 17 uh, will strike your target. She does seven points of damage. Rending the dog, slaying it as she tears it to pieces. And then I guess she'll just stand there. Holds her ground, turns, growls. Actually, can I have her come to me? Yeah. Okay, then I'll just have her heal, I guess, over here. So she can be in this lady's grill a little bit to cause her disruption. And she is just really not in a good place right now. <laughs> good. Nope. Completely but she will surrounded. And hurt all of us. Everybody else is gone. She's still invisible, but I don't know if that's going to help. I don't know how long it's going to last. Psychopomp is chewing on her. Yeah. I want him to soul rip. <laughs> yeah, she's got a good will save, so I'm I know, but doubting it, it'll work, but you never know. She could still roll a one. Mm-hmm. All right. She has one option available to her. It's a really risky proposition. Explode. The one that's grappling her is the one to her left, correct? Yes. She's going to try to spellcast. Wow. Brave. This is against the DC of its the grappler's combat maneuver defense. Uh, let me rephrase that, actually. That's uh, 10 plus the opponent's combat maneuver bonus, not defense. Combat maneuver bonus is 16. Okay. So 16 total? Yes. That's not too bad. 18 succeeds. Ouch. At which point she drops a sound burst. She's visible now, though, because she is visible. I will need a fortitude save from both the Asobic, Segura, Isra, and herself. Risky indeed. All right. So, uh, what did the Asobic get? One of them get the one that was grappling her gets a ten. The other one gets a fifteen. Okay. So they both take five points of sonic damage and are stunned. Actually, sorry, no, the uh, the one that got the 15 is not stunned. Segura. Segura gets a 23, but uh, Isra rolls a nat one for an eight. Okay. Ouch. So Segura takes two points of sonic damage. Isra takes five points of sonic damage and is stunned. And she takes two points of sonic damage, is not stunned, and the one that was grappling her is, which she can break free of the grapple because it can no longer maintain, but it's visible and still surrounded. <laughs> uh, really, the only way that that could work out well for her is if Segura was stunned. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's going to have to just move. And provoke a ton of attack opportunities. Uh, she can acrobatics. And by a ton, you mean two, because half the people threatening her are stunned. True. Yeah, so she's going to end up provoking those attacks of opportunity anyway. No, she's going to fall back. She doesn't exactly have a whole lot of good options. No, unfortunately this fight went, the it's the Asobic. <laughs> everything else was great, but the Asobic really threw the entire fight out of order. So I can hit her? Uh, so yeah, she will provoke an attack of opportunity from both one of the Asobic as well as Segura. This might just get her re-grappled. Hope so. Well, the Asobic gets a 24 to hit her. <laughs> I get a 30. So the Asobic will hit with a 24. Which would be the first one that hits. He does four points of damage, and he gets a 24 to grapple. <laughs> Regrapples are <laughs> secure, and still provokes. 30. 30 will strike your target. Um, 13 damage. 13. Your blade slices deep into her shoulders, splitting down until you hit basically her spine. She shudders for a second. You can see her eyes go wide under the mask. No, 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 no. And then there is a detonating. <laughs> hey, at least you regretted it. You played yourself. Uh, I will need a reflex save from both the Asobic as well as Sagira and Isra. Well, part of me, they wanted to know what she looked like under the mask, though. I know, we don't get to see. So, Sagira? 23. 23. Isra gets a 24. 24. Uh, both of those will save. The 
Sobic. Uh, 23 and then uh, 12. The 12 will not succeed, the 23 will. So 10 points of damage to the one that felled, five points of fire damage to everyone else as she detonates in a blast of flame. Ah, boom. Answered only by the clattering sound of her mask striking the floor. Hey, a mask. Um, Onuris is going to tell those Sobek to go to town on those zombies while they're still here. Yeah. Okay. The zombies in there are honestly no threat as they are chained up to the wall and you can use your summon to dispatch them. So we'll just kind of hand wave instead of rolling through the combat with the other 29 of them that remain. Well, the Sobek have a few rounds, so... Get a couple yeah, more I think down. you've still got 30 seconds left for them, so they can slay through those zombies fairly quickly. Nice. Good day for them. I don't think that fight went the way she wanted it to. Nope. Well, good. It never does for those who lose. That was almost wise. The <laughs> fight never goes the way it should when you lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. would thank the Asobic for their help before they disappear. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> There's an explosion of black feathers, and they swirl away into the back into the boneyard. Cool. Well, that uh, encounter with them was much better than the last one. <laughs> That's because they were on our side. To be fair, I think Onuris probably does have some. You did issue them orders and tell them to do things. They obeyed you grudgingly. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of tell where the difficulty comes from summoning these things and handling them. Because once they sent the undead, when you're trying to tell them to attack the living instead, it was more difficult to control them. You can eat a soul, though. Snow, soul snack time. <laughs> <laughs> Searching the trio of uh, cultists, you find three potions of undetectable alignment. Weird. Three scrolls of whispering wind. I really like that one. It's a great way to communicate. We still have three of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, we could send a message to Shepes. Yes, you could send a message if you're wanting to. Well, wait until we get the mask, I think. Yeah, good idea. Three more vials of poison. I don't think you really care particularly nah. towards those. Three more daggers. Fifteen more darts. Okay. Three more yield generic short swords from the evil cult equipping armory. That happens to be here in the necropolis. Uh, three more of those snazzy red cloaks of resistance plus one. <laughs> okay. Three more sets of thieves' tools. Okay. Three more brass funerary masks worth 25 gold pieces each, as you had appraised them previously. Okay. Uh, another trio of chunks of turquoise worth 10 gold each. Okay. Searching Merit Hetef, you find the following. What's left of her? I will need... Uh, what is on your skit taking 10 on spellcraft? 20. Mm, that should work on all of these. Okay, cool. You find the following. Searching her body, Onuris sweeping over it with detect magic. There's a one, two, three, four, five, Jeez. six Dang. magic items on her. Wow. Okay. And a few things I think uh, Sigura might be interested in. Uh, <laughs> more just than she has some snazzy jewelry, which seems to be Sigura's thing. All about that bling. All that jewelry could go to uh, Lisa Frank Dragon. First off, oh, you find true. a potion of cure moderate wounds. Medicare. Dropped from her hand because she was getting ready to use it, you find a scroll of expeditious retreat. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. No retreat for you. Something that might be useful for Citra, uh, although it will be a used magic device for it. A wand of invisibility. Hey. With ten charges remaining. That's pretty cool. Okay. She's wearing a plus one suit of studded leather armor, carrying a plus one buckler. Okay. She also has a dagger. Okay. A masterwork sickle. In case you want to start sickling people. Okay. I had to look this one up. She's carrying a lesser book of extended summoning. Cool. Interesting. This leather-bound book is inscribed with runes relating to outsiders and conjuration magic. It enhances spells that summon monsters. The user may apply the extend spell feat to these spells as they are being cast. This does not change the spell slot of the altered spell. The book counts as a metamagic rod for the purposes of combining multiple metamagic effects onto a single spell. A normal book of extended spell summoning can be used, uh, well, in this case, it's a lesser, so third level or lower spells. Each book is keyed to a particular alignment, in this case, evil, hmm. and only works when used to summon a creature with that alignment. So we're going to sell that because I Yeah, that's, that's unfortunately because of the alignment. It's also a single use item, but she did not use it yet. Ah, wouldn't have been uh, very useful because we would have just, we were just punching through those things anyway. Yeah. She also has a backpack, bedroll, belt pouch, spell component pouch, so on and so forth. So just some generic stuff. I miss our Sobic friends already. <laughs> <laughs> already gone. A golden funerary mask. You may make an appraise check on this if you so wish. Can I make my profession curator too? Uh, yes, it is. Rather appraise. old. Appraise. Appraise. Get a 19 on appraise. 
I got a nat one. Nat one for an 11. 32. With your profession curator. Yeah, this is probably still worth about 50 gold pieces. It's a little dinged and damaged from, I mean, there was just an explosion. But. It's a little melty. Yep. She also has two bracelets of lapis lazuli and silver. Mm, pretty. You can make a separate appraise check for those. Another nat one for an 11. <laughs> I get a 21. Uh, 21. They appear to be worth about 35 gold each. She is also carrying 17 gold pieces. Cool. At least somebody's carrying some gold around here. I was afraid this was a bartering <laughs> cult. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one cult down. One barefoot, barefoot man, man to, to go. go. <laughs> What's everybody's hit points looking like? I'm down like 15 or so. Uh, I'm down 11. I'm down seven. That's a good one. Everybody gets 15 back from a channel. Cool. That's exactly enough. Nice. We're ready for Barefoot Man. We hope. All right. Yep. So I guess the Sobek ate all those zombies. We want to clean this altar off. Does yes. anybody have uh, Consecrate? Perhaps when we're done. But Walking in, looking over the altar, uh, you can immediately see that it is uh, smeared in blood. That appears to have dried, although still remains strangely viscous. Yeah. Despite how long it's probably been here. The seal crossing across the top of this seems to be representative of probably something akin to a symbol of set. Mm. Uh, that has been splattered across what looks to be a silver design of a uh, phoenix spiraling around its own tail. Strangely giving it the impression of a both a phoenix, but also the spiral of phorasma. Mm-hmm. Anyone that wishes to make a knowledge nobility check may. Don't have that. 22. With a 22, you can recognize this as the seal of the Shepa's family line. You appear to be in the right place. Cool. I'm going to create water over the altar and try to get the blood off. That's all I can do right now. It does not move yeah. at all. You may make a knowledge religion check. Feasibly, anyone can. Hmm. 11. Uh, 17. 26. Then 11 and 17, yeah, you can tell that this place has been desecrated, both of you. You don't really have much for that. With a 26, looking this over, the seal itself is the holy marker for this place, not the altar. And it looks like this probably once consecrated this location before the desecration effect covered it. If this seal were reconsecrated, not in the italicized consecrate spell, but mm. concent- reconsecrated to Phrasma, it would remove this. You would need to immerse the entirety of this in holy water. I only have one vial. I, on the other hand, have four. Is that, Is enough? that enough? No, you don't have enough to completely submerge it. Sad. How many do you need? Ten full vials or a full font. Good gracious. Hmm. Wowzers. Be a great time for blessed water and then we just like create water, blessed water. <laughs> We'd have to, you have to do that ten times though. Oh yeah. That's time for a wand of Bless water. Anyway. Well, just when we defeat everything, then we'll send a whispering wind message that says, hey, Tetman, and bring a bunch of holy water up in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could, of course, detach this easily. Rather easy to lift, although it does weigh 20 pounds. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, thanks. No. So, barefoot man, bad boy, because well, he was the one who's doing them desecrates. Bad boy. There are two further doors exiting opposite this chamber. As you were correct, and all four doors from the initial chamber all led into this one. Then those two probably do the same, I would imagine. But it's possible. Let's open one. Yeah. I will check it for traps. The one on the right, Checking I guess. Checking for traps is important. You may make a perception roll if you wish to. Uh, that will be a 28. With a 28? No, it looks clear to you. I open the door. It was definitely trapped. Oh, the 31. <laughs> you hope not, right? Uh. Sagar's so used to it. I open I open the door. <laughs> you open the door and immediately jump back, waiting for the explosion that never comes. <laughs> Give you a very confident thumbs up. Okay, confident. Stepping forward, you open up these heavy bronze doors into a hallway that seems strange and probably immediately alights your suspicions. From one side to the other, the hallway is perhaps 30 feet in width. So do both sets of double doors lead into the same hallway? Yes. Two statues stand on either side as you step in. Oh, statues no. of female figures clothed in spidery robes and masks, which stand with arms outstretched at either end of this hall. The tiled floor is covered with a numerous various depictions. 
each one of these tiles are approximately about two and a half feet at a side and cover the entirety of the floor here. So 12 tiles across making their way forward and seem to vary in position as they make their way ahead. The surrounding walls are covered with further depictions of what appear to be more of these women. Anyone that wishes to make a knowledge of the planes or knowledge religion check may. I have planes. Not great. I uh, get a 14 on religion. Uh, 16 on planes. 27 on religion. Uh, with your 16 on planes and your 27 on religion, both of you can recognize these as uh, psychopomps. Oh. They are the investigators and bounty hunters of the afterlife. Okay. Okay. I'm concerned about these statues. The ceiling overhead is covered with depictions of the night sky. Hmm. Anyone that wishes to may make me a knowledge geography. Um, or I'll allow knowledge local as well. Okay. Where's the star chart that had the clue on the back? Who's got that? Geography. Pretty sure security. Sorry. Uh, knowledge nature is a 15, but also I do have that star chart. As a geography. You said local could work. Did I say nature? Yes. yes. Sorry, local. 15. Okay. Uh, I got a 24. Locally. I want to compare the stars on the ceiling to the star chart. Comparing um, the stars in the ceiling to the star chart, you can actually bring your companions over and give them both a plus two bonus, actually, on that roll that they just made by helping them with that. The stars on the ceiling do reflect the northern constellations, as does the star chart. To both of your knowledge checks, uh, 17 at that point for Segura, correct? 26. 26. You realize that the tiles on the floor are 12 across and each represent the 12 major constellations that would occur during the 12 months of the year. We have to step on the right tiles to cross the place without activating some sort of Indiana Jones death trap. Probably. Mm -hmm. Possibly. (laughs) The the hall continues far enough ahead so that the tiled floor is actually covered in a 12 by 12 collection of tiles, each one marked with a different constellation, each one actually marked with a different aspect or animal. Ranging from things such as the Asus, the Divine Lion, the Goat Fish, depictions of Hathor, Horus, Osiris, so on and so forth. Scales and serpents covering the floor. Which you then seem to be, you're not entirely positive the order. Until, Citra, you look out and realize that each one of them is within two steps of another one in the same process. So, for instance, the serpent that would be in the first month is within a stepping block is one of the next one of the three it would be for the next month and then the next month after that is within another step of that so we have to follow the constellations for the 12 months as they would move through the sky okay Uh, so he's just gonna follow what you guys are doing yeah i'll let you go first because you have better um reflexes than me okay citra i assume you you step up look down at this you go okay serpent you lift your foot. It's 26, correct? Uh-huh. Pause. Kind of wave your hand back, grab that star chart from on your wrist, look at that. And then retract your foot back. That would be right for Abadeus, except for the ancient Osirians. Oh. The first month was the beginning of the inundation, which would technically not be until Serenith which is the first month in their calendar. Okay. Oh. With that, you have your, you know, Indian Jones, you know. This is the, the, the name of God. Yeah, the name of the Jehovah begins with a... Begins with an I. It begins with an I. With that, you step over, look down at the goatfish, step tentatively onto it, and then with your 26, you navigate your way steadily ahead from stone to stone until you cross the hallway. We follow nice. in your footsteps. Yes. We do, exactly in your footsteps. You might have to carry Isra. I don't know if she can. I don't know if you can give her a You're complex command her. enough no, to like. No, you have like... to carry her for sure. How far is this hallway? Thirty feet. She probably can't leap. It's, 30 yeah, feet. it's thirty feet no, across. Yeah. No, you probably have to carry her. I carry her. <laughs> you do the thing where you put your arms underneath you. <laughs> I'm just putting her over me like a fireman. Although it would be cool if she had a little backpack, you know. Oh yeah, like, like a baby Bjorn. Yeah, baby Bjorn. For your me in the giant cat. For your cat that's <laughs> as big as you are. Yeah. <laughs> Little kitty Bjorn. I wake up an Isra, or I'm sorry, I make up an Isra Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> Just take some of those plus one cloaks of oh, resistance and make it into a little like satchel. <laughs> nice. It would take you about 10 minutes, but you can navigate everyone steadily across, mm. as I suppose you eye this. Feasibly, if Citra, uh, if you want, you may make a perception roll. Oh, 17. 17? This is for traps. 20. With a 20, you realize that 
you realize two things. First off, misstepping on this will trigger a trap, causing the ceiling to collapse. Uh oh. Not only burying you, but also probably burying the way forward. Oh, lovely. You suppose one of those fell-safe tomb traps to make certain that the both the people that come in here as well as the tomb itself are never found again. Mm-hmm. Secondly, you realize as you make your way across that this room is covered in dust and cobwebs to the point that sometimes you have to reach out and kind of gently push away the dust so you can actually see the symbol on the next step before you make your way forward. So that means Barefoot Guy couldn't have come through here. Maybe he can fly. Oh, yeah, or overland or flight. dimension door or something. Sigur, if you make a survival check, you can I look will. for it. I will. I'll use my thing. I aid you. You pull out your magnifying glass. You stare down at the floor. 27. 27. You do see that there are footprints that led into this room. Seemingly, that kind of paced back and forth for a couple of moments. You then see that at later points, there are footprints that come across, and you find more footprints once you reach the far side, but none across the expanse. Yeah, he just flew over here. So he either flew or teleported or something. Mm. Reaching the far side of this, there's a single set of doors. Check them. I shall check for traps. You don't see any traps. I then will open the door. Is it locked? It is not locked. That's good. Just make sure. We made that I mistake. I put my cat before. down out of her Isra Bjorn. <laughs> <laughs> the kitty Bjorn. Uh, I open the door. Yeah. If we ever do merchandise, we need to make kitty Bjorns. Yeah. <laughs> or anyway. kitty Bjorn shirt. <laughs> yes. Stepping forward, you make your way into a dusty hall. The hall itself is maybe nine or ten feet across. The ceilings in here, however, arch up to a height of some 20 feet overhead. The hallway stretches away to both your left and right as you step forward. Hieroglyphs across the surrounding walls intone prayers to the dead, primarily to Phrasma, but also to Anubis. Towards the end of the halls, off towards your right and left, you can see that there's both a set of double doors at the end of each passage, where it reaches a corner, and then the hallways turn, making their way left if you're looking right, or right if you're looking left. Okay. Um, Do we see any tracks? Tell us which way to go. What'd you make on your previous survival check? Or what do you get with taking 10 on a survival check with your magnifying oh, okay. glass? Um, I got a 25 taking 10. It was higher because uh, Citra held last time. Yes. You can see that there are numerous footprints here and there. Some of them made their way down the right passage. A majority of them, however, a majority of the foot traffic seems to be coming and going from the left passage. Most of them go to the left. I think that's where the way we should go first. Or do we want to clear the right? I think we should follow him. Yeah, might as well just go left. Seems like a better way to go. Left it is. Making your way down this passage, your footsteps echo down the length of this corridor to the point that even if you were attempting to be stealthy, it would be difficult. Hmm. That being said, the walls here and the distance you've come are, the walls are so thick and the distance you've come so far that you doubt anyone here has actually heard your combat up until this point. Hmm. This passage ends in a set of double doors and then a hallway stretches off towards your right. At the edge of your light, you can see that there's a single door on the right-hand side before the hallway continues into darkness past that. Where do the footprints go? Oh, yeah. The footprints of the barefoot man make their way continuing down the hallway, not through the door. Some footprints, however, do come and go through the door. The strange, twisted, human-like prints that you'd seen. We should check the door because one of those weird footprint people goes in there. Mm Hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll push this door open. Yeah, we'll check it for traps first. You have trap spotter, right? Yeah. Okay. Just being so, paranoid. Looking over the door, you don't see any traps. Not immediately. I open the door. Sort out. The walls of this burial chamber are lined with stone beers, each holding an open sarcophagus engraved with spirals and flying night birds. Three large stone tables at the far end here hold piles of books, dried food, statuaries, and other offerings to those who at one point rested inside of these crypts. Each one of the sarcophagus lids have been torn off, seemingly from something within, ripping their way free and out. As your light plays across the far end of this hall, you can tell that five of the inhabitants are still here. Uh The creatures turn their pallid flesh barely visible underneath the gauze wrappings. They don't, however, look like true mummies. Okay, good. Their forms have been horribly twisted, as if somehow the necrotic energy has torn and rent their 
muscle and bone that remained on them into blasphemous mockeries of human form. Each of these hideous malformed creatures moves and snarls more like an undead dog than a man, baring their teeth as they lope forward on their oddly elongated limbs. They all let out horrifically deafening in these close quarters screeches that echoes down the length of the hall back towards you before beginning to lumber forward, leaping from sarcophagus to sarcophagus. And we will start with initiative next time. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yikes. We found the jumpy mummies from the mummy movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, the jumpy mummies. Yes, exactly. It's the leaping mummy. As long as they don't cause mummy rot. Oh, no, they've got their own disease. Oh.